You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today is the second episode in our three-part holiday home series this season, and this one is all about the holiday feels. From creating that holiday magic and sense of nostalgia in our homes to handling all the emotions the season brings and just trying to stay present. So we will chat about all of that and hopefully give you some ideas on setting the emotional tone for your holiday. But first, let's check in what's been happening around the neighborhood for both of us. I want to talk about my house plants for a minute. All right. Because I have a small collection of five house plants, but all of them are doing really Thriving? well. Yes. Okay. So I'm feeling really good All right. about that. This my, is no small feat. It really is not. <laughs> given the desert yes. and just, I don't know, with lighting and houses, mm-hmm. things really can be quite temperamental. My baby rubber plant, and that is its actual type. Like it's okay. not just a baby right now. Like oh. it is a baby <laughs> rubber plant. It's not just plant. an infant rubber That's plant. Right. <laughs> That's right. It is its type. It's like a rubber plant, but like kind of a mini version. Okay. That's my favorite right now. It has been very hardy. It has these shiny dark green leaves. Mm -hmm. It seems to tolerate not being watered for quite a while. So I've been really loving that. I will say too, nearly all of my plants have come from Trader Joe's. I've had really good luck with like the green foliage plants from Trader Joe's. So I feel like I can recommend them as a source. So yeah, I feel like I've found varieties of plants and places in my house that generally work. I have also added fertilizer, a fertilizer routine Mm. to my house plants. And I think that's making all the difference. And I've kind of a no-brainer it's like what do plants need to survive it's like in the same little pot of soil that they've already sucked dry maybe they could use a little something right (laughs) so i bought this just bottle of like liquid plant fertilizer Uh indoor plant fertilizer it says you're supposed to add it weekly i'm maybe doing monthly right i'm like you're doing fine you're good they're they're all pretty hardy (laughs) yeah And then my fiddly fig, Mm -hmm. which those are so popular right now, but really can be quite temperamental just depending on your climate and your light. Mine is doing so well. And I got these little pellet fertilizers that are specifically for fiddly figs. And you just add like a teaspoon every six months. Okay. And mine is producing new leaves and seems to be very happy. So I just wanted to, yeah, recommend that if you're not having good luck with your house plants, maybe try adding some fertilizer. All right. Love it. Um, Okay, I have a goal. I have a personal goal. Love it. I don't do that that often. But I have a goal of walking 22 miles by the end of 2022. Oh, I love this. From this beginning in November till this. So now that is totally doable. That's just an average of three miles a week. I It is the most beautiful time of year. I love to be out and see the Christmas lights. The weather is good. I am doing like zero intentional exercise right now. So this is like my couch to 5K situation. I feel like it's very doable. I injured my knee a little while back, so I can't do some of my like kickboxing stuff right now, but I can totally walk. Yeah. And I should, and I love to just like put an audio book on and do that. So I I needed like something catchy Mm -hmm. to make myself. And I have figured out that I am better at like a cumulative goal yeah. than, you know, a certain amount of times per week or yes. whatever. So if I can just add and stack them up to get to 22. Yeah. And you can do it however you want. Some weeks you yeah. can do more, some weeks mm-hmm. less. Right. So this beginning, really well. if I'm doing less, I can hopefully work up to mm-hmm. more. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also making it where I am going by myself. Oh, I'm also making it me time because I think I often am like, oh, well, I should take the girls on a nature walk right. or the dogs really need a walk or whatever. And 
that just adds an extra layer of obligation yes. that my rebel self is automatically like, nope, yeah. I'm going to sit right here but for also, me. But also, but just a barrier. Right. Because then the nature walk doesn't go as well. Right. Or the dogs are squirrely exactly. and you don't actually get to walk. Exactly. And then the next time you want to walk, you're kind of like, uh, that wasn't really yeah. that enjoyable. So I'm just pairing it with alone time. Oh, that's great. So that's what I'm doing. How are you tracking this? Like on your Apple Watch? Yeah. Like how are you, so mm-hmm. that accumulates the miles. Right. So that's right. how you're. Yep. I love that. I'm excited. All right. Cheering you on. All right. Thank you. Okay, what do you remember about how your home felt around the holidays growing up? I like taking it back. Yeah, our home felt very cozy and happy during the Mm -hmm. holidays. I love the memories of my parents' house during the holidays. They still live in the house where Mm -hmm. I grew up. I was just talking to my dad the other day, and he was actually, I was so surprised. Um, We were chatting. He was like, oh, I'm just putting up the holiday lights outside. I was like, Dad. It is early November, and my dad is a strict, not oh. until December 1st kind of a decorating okay. guy. So I was like, what is going on? But they are going to be out in Arizona, so they won't oh, okay. be back until a little bit after mm-hmm. December 1st. So anyway, but so, um, yeah, we always bought a live Christmas tree from a lot nearby, decorated mm-hmm. that together, had lots of fires in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. My parents have a really um, like big stone wall that has a beautiful fireplace. So December was just always so cozy. I loved getting out the Christmas decorations every year and unboxing all the familiar mm-hmm. pieces. We had like a little wooden Christmas village and mm-hmm. just things like that that I remember. My dad has a huge record collection, so we would listen to like mm-hmm. the Bing Crosby album mm-hmm. and other classics yes. on vinyl. Yes. It just has that There's particular, that. Yep. oh, the texture of that sound is just so cozy. My mom would always make her pimento cheese at the holidays. Which is... <laughs> Is so good. Which Listeners I, will know when you make yes. that, I literally eat that till it's gone and nothing else. <laughs> I am trying to put that into my holiday schedule oh, that so year. Good. I have adopted it not as an every year thing, but I'm trying to work <laughs> that way. And then my family would always host Christmas Eve and my aunt and uncle and cousins would come over. So that was always like very mm-hmm. festive and cozy. And that's something I've kind of adopted too. So love it. Um, yeah, I definitely get my love from the holidays from both my parents. My dad was very much like loved the big gift giving Mm. surprising factor of Christmas. Um, my mom has always just been a great decorator and on whatever budget we had at the time, just made everything so beautiful and cozy. Mm. Um, and just like, I, I always remember, um, I remember having a sense that we didn't have a ton of money and also that it didn't matter. Oh, I love like that. Like I all, and and it was always particularly like highlighted at Christmas. Like mm-hmm. we would have conversations about ways to, you know, be frugal or whatever, but it was always like this. I never felt sad about that. Mm-hmm. I never felt like we didn't get enough or mm-hmm. like my parents just worked so hard to make it super special, but like also not um I don't know, go with out outside of their means or mm-hmm. make it like something that they couldn't really afford. So I just really, I, I've always really valued that. And yeah, everything was just so cozy and beautiful. We would get a real tree also. And there was this super sweet, like local farm that then brought them in. And there was this guy working there that was just this really energetic older guy with a Santa beard, but it, he was like skinny Santa, we yeah. would call him. And he just like would help you load it up all the time. And it was kind of a tradition always. And so, yeah, I just, I mean, all of the good feels around yeah. Christmas growing up. Oh, Okay, what do you hope your kids remember? My own childhood Christmases are definitely a template for what I want Mm -hmm. to create for my kids and my family and Mm -hmm. what I want them to remember. I want them 
to remember it feeling special and magical, but not because we went all out with presents or made mm-hmm. it all about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it to feel special because the house looked beautiful and right. cozy and different and that we did lots of fun things together as a family and there was music and mm-hmm. just all those things mm-hmm. like that, kind of like what you're talking about. And honestly, I what I do remember from my childhood, I do remember Christmas morning being great and remember loving the presents and things, but definitely as an adult, it's just that whole seasonal feel, you know, Mm -hmm. and not about the present. So I hope that we're creating that for them. I hope that also showing them how to create that magic that they can do that too, Mm -hmm. even at young ages, like giving to others and acts of kindness, things like that. I also want my kids to see Chris and me enjoying the holidays and taking times for ourselves. So I usually take my whole birthday mm-hmm. as my day off to myself. I'm mm-hmm. usually gone. I mm-hmm. like leave in the morning. I'm like, I will arrive home in the afternoon to mm-hmm. a home cooked meal of my request yeah. and then enjoy family time so together. Both of us, both of our birthdays are December 22nd yes. for those yes. of you who don't know. So we always <laughs> give ourselves a little holiday birthday treat. Yes, we do. And Chris and I usually plan at least one day date or date night during the holidays too. So mm-hmm. I want them to see I that. I love that. Yeah, that is my first thing on the list is... I want them to remember how happy it makes me. I want them to remember me being like lit up around the holidays. Christmas mom. Yeah. And like really show them that like joy and happiness and not be this like bedraggled, Mm. you know, and if it, if Christmas is not your thing, pick something else that you, that you want to see your kids uh, or you want your kids to remember you being lit up by, Oh, I love you know, and just that I did a lot of it just for me even. And like Mm -hmm. you said, it wasn't all about them or all about material things Mm -hmm. that it was like truly just like, I think it's so important for our kids to see us being happy Mm -hmm. with things that sometimes have nothing to do with them even, you know, just being alive. So I think that that is super important. I really want my kids to remember Christmas school. We now with homeschooling have done the entire month of December is like, we still are doing school, but we're doing all Christmas themed things. And so um, I just want them to remember that as like a really special and unique thing that we got to do as homeschoolers. Um, I want them to remember the little things like the year the the breakfast casserole burned and there was like smoke <laughs> coming out of the oven and the year we were all sick. You oh, know, what I, yes. I want them to tell those stories yeah. and to know that those things are not like disasters are the stuff of memories and just right. to remember that as it happens that like this is what we're going to laugh about when mm. we're when they're adults and we're having mm-hmm. a cocktail and their families <laughs> are around you yes, know so I love that okay what are some ways you create some simple magic and make ordinary things a little extra special around the holidays without feeling the need to be Mrs. Claus all season long Yes. Well, I think once our tree is up, which we are planning to do that by mid November, Mm -hmm. so the tree will be up by the time this comes out. I think mornings just become kind of magical once the tree is up because it's in our great room. We can see it from our kitchen, from the Mm -hmm. breakfast table. So it's lit up, you know, it's dark outside. Mm -hmm. We have the Christmas tree. We're playing Christmas music in the morning and usually light a Christmas candle. Mm -hmm. And so I think just by the nature of the house kind of being decorated, that just makes it definitely feel more special without a whole lot of, without any daily effort on our part, really. 
starting around Thanksgiving, we start stocking hot chocolate and marshmallows, Mm -hmm. which we don't usually keep around. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, a daily cup of hot cocoa is on the menu. And they just get a big kick out of that. And that's very easy. Right. We have Christmas dishes that we use during December, Mm -hmm. or we might get them out a little bit earlier. And that just always feels special, even for me, to Mm -hmm. grab a Christmas plate, a Christmas mug. So I love that. And no extra effort. Yes, I'm grabbing a plate anyway. So. Mm Also, using our advent calendar, I bought a beautiful reusable felt advent calendar a few years ago. It has just a little pocket for each day, Mm -hmm. and I like that you can do it differently each year. In the past, I've tucked little treats or little activities that will do into the whole thing. I am not quite sure of my approach this year since there's a toddler in the mix, and I feel like she would be getting into any little treats or Mm -hmm. notes, so I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like, but that is just something that, you know, the kids look forward to every day. Mm -hmm. It is a way to plan out some Christmas activities that we will do that are surprising to the kids, but Mm -hmm. I know when they're going to happen and I know that it works into our schedule. So I really have enjoyed that. Not everyone needs to be surprised. No, exactly. (laughs) Mom doesn't need to be surprised. (laughs) So those are, those are a few things I've got up my sleeve. I like that. Um, yeah, similar. I mean, I think like using those five senses, like we've Mm. talked about before, like the Christmas music playing, the candle lit, the, you know, just essential oil down the sink even Mm. so that every time, you know, the sink, yeah, like a few drops down the sink at the end of like (gasps) cleanup time, you know, love this. Um, just little things like that. Like I feel like make such a big difference or changing out the ordinary things like the towels and the soap and Mm -hmm. the, napkins into the Christmas version and using your Christmas dishes. Um, I think we tend to keep some of that stuff for like we're having company over instead of, no, that can just be our dinner plates for all of December. Um, Another thing is holiday kid art everywhere. Oh, yes. I love that. Put some of it in a frame, the especially cute things, put snowflakes everywhere. We have two, um, we just have two bulletin boards in our like back hallway mudroom and that's like the kid art center. Oh, cool. And so whenever they've made some holiday art, we just like add it to that board. So like right when you walk in from our garage, there's like automatic holiday mm. art and I'll put some lights around it mm-hmm. at Christmas time. And so it's just kind of fun. Um, lighting candles at dinner. Yeah. Just having more candles or oh, even flameless candles yeah. Now candles that it's getting going. darker in the evenings, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I do need to get my candle sticks out. Yeah. So just not saving all of those things for like the day of. Right. Just kind of enjoying them all season yeah. long. Okay. I love this question. What brings a tear to tear of joy to your eye during the holidays? And what can you do to capture that sentimental feeling more often? Hmm. Well, those moments when our family is all together, and maybe especially if those moments feel nostalgic of my own childhood, Mm -hmm. like when we're decorating the tree together, and I remember doing that with my own family Mm -hmm. growing up, and now I'm the mom putting the hooks on the ornaments, you know, there's just like all that layer in there, and there are a lot of senses around the holidays Mm -hmm. combined with memory, so I feel like I will just feel overwhelmed with like the best kind of emotion Mm -hmm. during that time. When my family sings happy birthday to me, since it's right around the holidays and we just, I just about always request just like a little family dinner. And so just being with my family and you're just like, yep, this is everything that's dear and important to me right here. This is what matters. And Mm -hmm. I love just having that time to reflect on that. Specifically listening to Bing Crosby's Mm. Silent Night. I always think about motherhood during that song. Yeah, me too. And 
growing up, it would be the song that we sang during Christmas Eve candlelight yeah. service. So I like remember mm-hmm. that. And then especially just being a mother now mm-hmm. and just, I don't know, reflecting on this young mm-hmm. woman about to have this yes. baby in these very humble circumstances. Yes. Just, oh my gosh, even not being religious that mm-hmm. I find that very yeah, and moving. Yeah, like that calm in the chaos mm-hmm. kind of situation. Yes. Yeah. So all of those things, probably more, but that's that's what occurs to I me. Love that. In terms of capturing the feeling more often, I kind of try to think about going into the holiday season just knowing that I'm more likely to make memories and have opportunities to be sentimental. Mm-hmm. Like we just make more memories when things yeah. are out of the routine, when things are kind of special, when you're with different people, um, just things like that. And so just kind of trying to slow down and be present in those moments mm-hmm. to appreciate them then and maybe have the possibility of yeah. getting it as a memory yeah. for later. I also had this idea for a family memories day Mm. because we were recently just looking at some videos and photos of Maeve as a baby. Mm -hmm. And she's like old enough now that she loves looking back at even Mm -hmm. her baby self, Mm -hmm. you know, and then of course, anyway, and just thinking about, yeah, remembering Christmas's past Mm -hmm. and things like that. So anyway, I, I have this idea that I'm kind of hatching with Chris to have a family memories day on January 1st. So New Year's Day, so past all the holidays and stuff, and we have a little bit of time to maybe pull together videos into just a compilation, make Mm -hmm. some slideshows, keep it really simple for this year because we don't need like a lot of extra work. and Almost even like we order pizza and we watch our slideshow. Yeah, exactly. So something like that, and I just feel like... Looking back, I've been really surprised at how much already the kids love to look back at photos and things. And I think the more we can look back with them and tell those stories, Mm -hmm. and then they'll have those stories Mm -hmm. like you talked about, you know, just Mm -hmm. like the the things that were hard at the time that are really funny now or that, you know, share those stories and and share stories from our own childhoods Mm -hmm. and Christmases so we can like pass those on to them. So anyway, I I would like to incorporate some more of that, whether it's like formal or just informal around the holidays. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I always, um, I get very teary eyed thinking about like the girls little at Christmas time, but then I feel like what helps me uh, capture a sense of that is like both remembering that and then intentionally looking at ways at how they're still so young. They're still so innocent. Mm -hmm. We still have so much. There's more. Do you know what I mean? Like that can get to be like an emotional. Yes. Um, in almost a negative way, like a downer to think about them as little kids and like, oh, they're so big now and Mm -hmm. I miss the Christmas jammies and whatever. But like, I think using that as a lens to look at the ways that you're going to remember this time Mm -hmm. is so important. And so I really try to slow down and do that at the the holidays. Um, I think connecting meaningfully with family too just always brings a tear to my eyes. So Mm -hmm. like the more we can like set, you know, we don't travel to see family during the holidays. Us personally, we do have some coming and going, um, but sometimes we don't see everybody. So trying to set aside some FaceTime Mm -hmm. where it's like my whole family and my brother's whole family Mm -hmm. for a little bit. Maybe we open a gift that we sent together, or maybe we just like set some intentional time to sit and talk. And so I just think that whether you're long distance or close, that intentional time is important or you know even like my mom the other day was like I really miss you this time of year and like holiday shopping and fall shopping and she's like can we have like a FaceTime coffee date that's just a set aside time to talk about all that talk about our decorating plans talk about you know whatever and so I think that that was a really you know you can still find ways to get those meaningful connection points and technology is a lovely Mm -hmm. tool this time of year Mm -hmm. um I also think that 
I will always get a tear thinking about people we've lost or, Mm -hmm. you know, people that were super meaningful. And I think that that can be a very hard thing for people during the holidays. But I have found if I set aside moments of nostalgia to really honor and hold space for that grief intentionally. Like I have a picture of my grandma when she was a teenager with like a whole stack of books and it's like winter time. It's this black and white photo and she's like coming home from school or something with a whole stack of books. And I put that by our Christmas tree with a candle that's Mm -hmm. from her Mm -hmm. with like our Christmas books on it, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, it's like this thing that she was like the queen of Christmas. So Mm -hmm. remembering her like right by our tree. So like setting ways to do that kind of thing instead of just like feeling down about it and not really like doing anything with that downness, Mm -hmm. um, I think is really helpful. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Speaking of that, we know the holidays can be challenging emotionally with between grief expectations, just general exhaustion, and maybe some difficult family relationships thrown in for fun. Um, So what are some things you do in your house with your family or for yourself to keep an emotional tone to the holidays that you feel good about? I will say at this point, I'm fortunate that my holidays so far at this time in my life, I don't deal with a lot of grief or difficult family relationships, but I would say the high expectations And the potential for exhaustion are definitely things that this is having me think about. So in terms of expectations, gifts is a place where disappointment can come in, even my own disappointment. Mm -hmm. So having conversations with the kids, with Chris, with our family about how we're gifting this year, like generally, like I mentioned in our part one episode, I think just talking with Chris about kind of our overall, you know, what's kind of our budget, how are we gifting? Like, are we going big? Are we Mm -hmm. going more minimal? Things like that. I also think getting a sense of expectations from the kids and that that way we can gently manage unreasonable expectations Uh like the Apple Watch. Yeah. That is one thing. We can all laugh about that on your list and know that you're not going to get that under any (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of overall season and specific events in terms of expectations, Heading into an event like um, Thanksgiving or our Christmas cookie baking, I try to think about little achievable things that will make me help me to enjoy that event. Mm. Whether it's at Thanksgiving, after the meal is served, I want to sit with my pie and really get to talk to everyone. Yeah. Not just be bustling around. Yes, exactly. And I won't be able to just sit and relax the entire time because I have a toddler and Mm -hmm. we'll be hosting, Mm -hmm. but... I can make sure that that happens and I can talk with Chris about yeah. it. Hey, can, can you kind of be on cleanup duty so that I can sit yeah, just with great. my pie? You know, that will really help me enjoy it. So things like that. So I think kind of checking in with my expectations, knowing, you know, what will help make something enjoyable for me or what downtime I might need and then communicating those yes. and making a plan yes. for how and at the same time like hey what do you want right. to make sure like maybe you want to really be able to go have a cigar with your dad yeah. and brothers or something yeah. exactly mm-hmm. all of that so I think like that communication for my birthday specifically I have found I don't usually like to do anything really special but then I also want the day to feel intentional yeah this is tricky because we're tricky. tired at our birthday. Yes, it so is. So don't make me like dress up too much right. or anything. <laughs> so it is tricky. And then before I've also made the mistake of not planning enough. And mm-hmm. it was like, no, I don't even want to do anything really special. Well, then you get to the actual day. And you feel sad. And it's like, well, what are you actually doing? Sitting right. on the couch, trying to figure out where you might want to go to lunch. Right. Nothing sounds good. Right. 
and then you're sad about yeah, it. So agreed. I think I have gotten pretty good over the past couple of years about kind of knowing what are those things that I love to do just by myself or mm-hmm. what group things might I want to do that won't feel overwhelming, that mm-hmm. will just feel celebratory. So I do feel like I've gotten some some good personal insight um, on my birthday. And so that for me is decide, then tell Chris and make a plan. Yeah. And if that means you're basically planning your own birthday, but then letting them execute, that's fine. I'm fine with that. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. In fact, we need to do that more often, (laughs) especially for the kind of people that have a vision for what you want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. Depending on the expectations that you have, you need to take ownership of those, whether it means you're planning more Mm -hmm. and then definitely asking for help, Mm -hmm. but like just making sure you're communicating that Mm -hmm. vision. Because if you're not telling people about it, well then it kind of is on you (laughs) if you're real disappointed (laughs) about it. Totally. Yes. I love what you said and had something very similar about communication. And, and thinking about what is it about this event that really stresses me out? Is it that, oh, everyone just had this lovely meal that I made and now I'm in here cleaning up by myself? Right. Or is it that I didn't have one second outside to get a breath of fresh air? Like, what is it that I need? Do I need a minute of alone time? Um, and then communicating that and asking ahead of time and being on the same page instead of which I know we've all been here simmering with resentment at your spouse who is enjoying your company while you are doing something that you would rather not be. Mm -hmm. So like, just talk about it. That's fine. I think it's also really super important this time of year to hold traditions, make space for traditions that are important, but also hold them loosely Mm -hmm. and not force it. And I think we've all been on the receiving end of a tradition that's being forced Mm -hmm. and it never feels good. So don't be the person who's forcing it, but also like find ways to incorporate things in that still feel meaningful. Like I know we have a lot of traditions from my family growing up because Christmas was so special. And I think that can be hard for my parents sometimes that everything is kind of changed and we're all kind of doing our own thing or whatever, but finding other ways then like, well, now we have new traditions Mm -hmm. or just being holding it to a place of, you know, importance, but also like being flexible. Or like you said, this may just not be the year for it with a toddler or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then for the love, just stop trying to do all of the things by yourself. Mm. Like for me, this means letting go of a lot of control Mm -hmm. because I want things a certain way. Right. This Um, is me too. And I need to be able to ask for help. I also need to hold things more loosely I also need to actually communicate my expectations. So like all goes together. Right. But really it boils down to like, what can you let go of? What Mm -hmm. can you just say? You know, like we both have fairly recently, which took us a little while, told our husbands, hey, how about you be in charge of your family's gifts? Yes. Still one of the best decisions I've made. And I was like, why don't we do that in my house? (laughs) And so then, and it was like, we, we actually both enjoyed gift giving so much more that way. Yeah. Because he had you know, his own ideas about what he wanted to do for his family. Then and I we're would be not, like, we're not giving no, helpful, helpful yeah. critiques. <laughs> and he would kind of fall into this role of assuming I knew more about what his nieces and nephews. Right. And I'm like, you do realize I'm just going to text your sister-in-law also. Like right. you could do the same thing. Right. So, um, yeah, that has been huge. But just stop, stop trying to be the holiday hero. Mm-hmm. Even if you enjoy it, you can't do it all. Mm-hmm. I forgot one more thing I wanted to say about exhaustion. Just I'm trying to make sure I'm going to bed early on Mm -hmm. the nights when we don't have any plans Mm -hmm. and just banking all the sleep that I can and really trying, like I have been looking at the week ahead and I'm like, okay, we have something evening here and here. Mm -hmm. So that means on this Tuesday night, 
I am in bed with my book by eight. I love it. To make sure I'm sleep by nine and like kind of catching up. So definitely that. And then scheduling in time for myself and day dates with Chris. And that is looking like on my weekday work days, looking at places where I don't have anything scheduled Mm -hmm. and just holding it that way, not putting an appointment, not putting anything like that. And just thinking, okay, this is just the time I get to be cozy Mm -hmm. at our decorated house and work and enjoy that and kind of recharge. Mm -hmm. And then I am trying to schedule day dates for Chris and I ahead of time. I am Mm -hmm. reaching out to the babysitters now Mm -hmm. because they'll be busy with their stuff too. And Hey, are you free December 11th in the afternoon? So Mm -hmm. Chris and I can go out, you know, shopping together and whatnot. I have been really enjoying pre-planning dates where we don't even know what we're going to do. Yeah. But I just like having it on the calendar Mm -hmm. because the weeks are busy. And if the week of, oh, it would be so great if we could go out on Saturday, then that's one more thing on my to-do list. It's stressful. More people can't do it last minute. So that has been really nice. Love that. Okay. So in the, all of the hustle and bustle of the season, how do you personally stay grounded and present to enjoy this time? We keep saying, just be present and try to enjoy it, but like how? (laughs) Well, for me, having a plan really helps, which will surprise no one. And Mm -hmm. we talked about that in our holiday home part one, I've got several different types of planning Mm -hmm. tools, but part of having a plan for me is hopefully not feeling too busy so that I can look forward to what we're doing what we do have on our calendar and not be too worn out to enjoy it when we get there. Yeah. It also helps me minimize multitasking. Yeah. I talked about before how I don't want to be making the Christmas cookie dough like the day before or the day of just because things pile up. Mm -hmm. Like there will be other things to do. I'll probably be getting something ready for one of the kids Christmas parties at school Mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't know what, all sorts of things. Just know it will happen. Yes. So the more I'm looking ahead and identifying those things that I can get done early when I'm not stressed out, I can enjoy doing Mm -hmm. them. That then as we get closer to different events, I have that bandwidth Mm -hmm. to take other things on and I can do it with joy in my heart, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And kind of like I mentioned, scheduling that introvert time for Mm -hmm. myself when I can enjoy doing the holiday stuff because I want to be enjoying the holidays, but I can't do that if I feel just pulled in a million different directions. And making sure I have that time when I'm just at our house hopefully by myself, just yeah. enjoying the quiet are house. All the people going to be yeah. gone when I'm just here? Yeah. And, our, and our house is looking beautiful. Like it is just the, the season when I want to be home yep. enjoying our house. So that also less time on social media. So I'm not mm. comparing our holiday mm. to anybody else's. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm just enjoying what we're doing. Mm-hmm. For me, that is about being present, not yeah. getting out my phone and being elsewhere right. mentally. Right. You know, this question actually got me to think about maybe taking an Instagram break, like from Thanksgiving to December, okay. like through the end of December. Okay. So anyway, not committing to that yet, but it's right. got me thinking about it. And I think maybe that okay. could be really nice. I love it. To me, thinking about how I want my kids to remember this, like in the moment, and keeping that perspective front of mind helps me. It helps me all kinds of times of parenting, mm. honestly. I will. I have been using this more and more often, but I think it's especially easy to kind of keep that front of mind during the holidays. Like, do you want them to remember the stressed out mom that was like acting like everything was a burden? Mm-hmm. Or do you want them to remember a mom that held space for them and their own, you know, cozy family and 
really enjoyed her own holiday. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I, I try to keep in mind often. Scheduling and protecting downtime and rest, like you said, just knowing that there will be things that come up. So the more you can leave some downtime and some margin in your schedule, the better. And I know it's hard to do this time of year, but it's also why it's even more important mm-hmm. to do this time of year. Reading something holiday related oh, really, really helps me stay grounded. Yes. Like continuing to read during a busy season is like one of my guaranteed ways that I will have a healthier season. It just yes. is like it's a benchmark for me of like alone time. Um, putting my phone down you know if I'm reading something then I'm doing something just for me and I love that and that really for me adds to my enjoyment of the holidays like remembering like I'll remember especially the audiobooks that I listen to Mm -hmm. I feel like I'll remember what I remember seeing or what I was doing and so like wrapping the gifts or whatever remembering Mm -hmm. a great audiobook and be like oh yeah that was while I was holiday baking or whatever Ooh, I love that and can I just also add that is reminding me I wanted to mention a great book that I listened to last year that I want to re-listen to this year it is called calm Christmas and a happy new year oh it was so wonderful and it is just about stepping back it's think about what is really important for you about Christmas time and really just reflecting on stepping away from the hustle and bustle and identifying for you what's going to make it a calm Christmas and just like tapping into, yeah, what's important, like right. truly important right. for Helping Christmas. Helping you kind of focus. And yeah. And, and listening to that just, it. you know, really kept that in mind. So, um, I listened to that actually pretty close to Christmas last year. So I want to listen to it early this year to set, set the tone. Just, yes. I love that. Yes. Oh, I love that. My goal of walking 22 miles by the end of 2022 is also a way that I'm trying to be intentional about movement, doing something good for my body, getting some fresh air, stepping away from the holiday crazy for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a great time during, you know, maybe a particularly difficult in-law visit to be like, right. I need to get my miles in right. for today. I'm going to go do that. So yes. it's like a little excuse to, mm-hmm. you know, make that a priority. Oh, that sounds great. All right. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. I don't think I have shared this. I am obsessed with my car trash can. <laughs> I really, I, sh- I was thinking I should have put this on my list of favorite things from 2022 okay. in the adulting category, okay. but I'll give it a time to All shine right. just now. So we got a new car this year, a minivan, and I am just loving keeping it tidy and functional mm-hmm. and all of that. And so was looking for a way, a trash receptacle because trash is generated in the minivan. Yes. So this is a little trash can. It's wider than it is tall. It's okay. not too huge. So it like, it's not going to contain like takeout trash right. but from like, like a the meal granola and stuff. bar wrapper. Exactly. And, and the gum wrapper and mm-hmm. just a tissue and things like that. That's mm-hmm. usually what's being generated in my car. And so I have this kind of cool console where I have cup holders and things up top but then I have this just kind of big open space below Mm -hmm. that where I can set some stuff down like set a purse set Mm -hmm. a bag whatever and so I have it sitting down just there so it's very easy to reach but out of the way Mm -hmm. and anyway it's just great it has a little like flip top so it all stays contained in there it came with a roll of little bags and I just keep those in the console and change it out and I just love having a place where trash can Mm -hmm. go in the car that's lovely and I love it I like it um I am obsessed with getting my Christmas 
vinyl collection going. Oh, tell me, what I are have, you collecting? I have exactly two records in general. Okay. One of them is Christmas. <laughs> but to me, like the whole reason I wanted a record player was for Christmas albums. Yes. So I've decided that my advent to myself is going to be to buy myself a new one each week leading up to Christmas. Oh, I love but that. But I'm going to start earlier than okay. Advent actually starts because I want to have it to play throughout the season. Yeah. So I only have right now the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack, uh-huh. like the jazz yep. situation. But Cute. Elvis is on the list. Yeah. Um, um, Bing Crosby is for sure yep. on the list. The Mariah Carey album is mm. on the list. You know, all of those old, like Frank yeah. Sinatra, all of that I oh, want. Oh, so, I love, love yeah. that. And you, tell us about the record player that you, yeah. I hadn't seen this before because yeah, it was upstairs and now it's downstairs. So I have a Victrola, like it's just a, I mean, it's new. It was from Amazon. I mm. asked for it for Christmas last year, I think. Um, it's pretty simple. I think it does hook up to Bluetooth also. So you could play... You know, if you don't have other speakers in your main living area and you wanted to play something off your phone, you could. And it does have a radio dial, too. I think you can play radio. Cute. And it's very um, vintage looking yeah. and cute. And I just got a little record player stand for it. It's so. great. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode with links to everything we mentioned are in your podcast player or on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we always love getting your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> no. Don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> Followed right off the edge of the table. Really? I had no idea. <laughs> is, that, is that where you're going with that one? No. I, just... I think something that I've really tried to... No. <laughs>